<laughs> Welcome to Bunta Vista, episode 220. Your favourite spiky leather collar just broke and there's a hole in your favourite Atreyu shirt. So here you are at Off Your Tree. I'm Lucy. Of course, I'm the manager here at Off Your Tree. I'm walking over to berate a disgusting teenager who is attempting to shoplift a bong shaped like the baby from Family Guy. Hey, Andrew, man, you heard that new bullet from my Valentine? Oh, yeah, it's sick. <laughs> it's sick. Is it true that we're going to stop selling uh, flavoured blunt wraps and papers? Because I will quit if that's true. Uh, yeah, look, couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. That sounds uh, like a really depressing thing to be buying, but you do uh, you. I'm going to quit if I can no longer get my 0.25% discount on uh, flavoured blunt wraps. Head off your tree. Yeah. Yep. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, a much smaller, much whiter teenager is here. He's asking me for directions on how to get away from here. <laughs> hey, Theo. Hey. You heard that new bullet from my Valentine, man? <laughs> I have not. Are you, are you referring to my bloody Valentine? <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay. I'm All not. right. Well, I'm clearly in the wrong place. <laughs> you sure are. You sure are. I'll see you later, man. Okay. See you later. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's legal for me to smell like uh, incense and weed. <laughs> yeah. So, um, if you guys have you got any 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 advice for sort of um, actually no, never mind. I'll go straight to the cop shop straight away. Um, <laughs> I'll tell Turn them up front, and I'm sure that they'll be uh, they'll be forgiving. Um, I'll probably only spell, spend a year in jail. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Good for you, go. You know, you do you. Um, a much taller, much hairier man is in here. He's readying his piercing gun to give a 13-year-old snake bites. Hey, Ben, you heard mm -hmm. the new bullet from my Valentine? I um, I actually have a very long-standing beef uh, with the band <laughs> Bullet for My Valentine because uh, during Soundwave 2012, maybe, mm -hmm. uh at the Brisbane show at the RNA showgrounds, 2013. No, 2011. Oh, fuck, I'm old. <laughs> no. Oh, what happened? Anyway, uh, they ran um, 10 minutes over time uh, and they cut into the set of the more responsible band that was playing after them uh, who decided to cut their set short so as not to convenience the band that followed them. And that band was Primus. Oh. Now, for big Primus heads like me, uh, watching Primus take the stage, we instantly identified that on one part of the stage was a sort of e-cello uh, with a pig's mask hanging off it, uh, which oh. any Primus fan worth their salt would know that that means they were going to play Hello, Mr. Crinkle. Uh, but that was cut for time because of fucking bullet for my Valentine. You pieces of shit. I hate that I know what you're talking about I have with no Primus. Idea to tell. I love that you know what I'm talking true. about with Primus. I got this an is older brother. True, I got an older brother. I'm still fucking mad about it. I love Primus so much. I'm not embarrassed about it, even though I should be. I was thinking about Fuck Primus em. today. Just no, apropos yeah. of nothing. Yeah. Did you see a man walking weird while playing a double <laughs> by playing a weird like six string bass? No, I, just, I, I was just walking around the house and um, walking when, weird. Winona's Big Brown Beaver came to me. It was just oh, in my head. Song. You know? mm. hey, there what I a was. video. Trio of plastic cowboys walking around. <laughs> Check out the band Primus if you are in your 30s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will. 
Do not try listening to them if you are any younger than that. You will be very upset because <laughs> that shit sucks. I can uh, I can still squeak in there in my thirties. I can still listen to Primus. I I just like every now and then I'll sort of drop off the calendar. Drop off the calendar. That's not a phrase that means anything. I will. They'll drop out of drop my rotation. Off the calendar. Mm. I will drop off the calendar of Primus, uh, and be like, no, I don't listen to silly nonsense like that anymore. And then fucking Spotify will throw John the Fisherman at me and I'll be like this is the best shit any artist in the like 7,000 years of human history has ever produced it's um dropping off the calendar just made me think of a thing I saw today which was uh David Lee Roth announcing that he was like retiring from from playing live or whatever uh and he's and he chose to use the phrase I'm throwing in the shoes yeah. Yeah. Mm. Why not? Have you ever seen someone throw in the shoes before? <laughs> yes, Only once. once. <laughs> <laughs> what could that mean? I'm throwing in. Well, it's exactly the, the same as throwing you in get the towel. The gist, you know, language is fluid, man. Yeah, but like a boxer wouldn't say, "I'm throwing in my boxing gloves," which is where throwing in the towel comes from. The towel is not the primary thing used to undertake that sport. No, but it. It is like it's like if you say I'm waving the white flag, like that's so, the, so that's saying, I'm giving up. Are you that's saying the one the, thing that we use the shoes to express that for a live performer are the towel of a boxer? Um, is that the is that the relationship <laughs> that you are trying to set up here, Ben? I can't follow that sentence for is, some reason. I think the there are too one? many. <laughs> but yes, yeah, that was an A is to B is to C is to D. That's correct, and uh, I can make it to B. By the you time know, you said C, I've forgotten about A. Like the, and that does present some logistic problems because if you are, for example, like a, a boxer's corner man, you already have the towel, right? Yeah. Like yes. when you when you come out, you have the towel. He comes over between rounds. You lightly dab his brow and you say, "Does that feel good? Does that feel good?" <laughs> I don't know if that's part of it. <laughs> that's how I understand boxing to work. You know, do you, you like pat- that? You, you, you like it when down. I do this? You like it when I do this? <laughs> <laughs> I feel good. Is that, is that what the towel's here for? You say. <laughs> you pat him and you say, does that feel nice? Does that feel nice, sweetie? And then the minute's up and he's back out there getting punched in the face till he comes back over for another light dabbing. Does that feel mm-hmm. good? Does that feel nice? However, if he's being beaten so badly that you need to surrender on his behalf, luckily you are holding the towel. If you have to retire on behalf of a singer that you represent, Good luck getting the shoes off him. Did you just you know? say singer? Did you say singer? <laughs> yeah, we're talking about David Lee Roth. <laughs> yeah. No, what do you... Yeah, just say that word again for us. Singer? Mm. What, what, what the is, table what show. Yeah, okay. I, I think that we'll leave that up to the listener to decide. They can watch the high-speed playback. I don't know what just happened. They can listen to that audio Zaprooter mm. film that okay. we provided for them. Run that through but, a Furrier transform. Pull out but those. say say David Lee Roth's up there. He's doing his thing. Yeah, he and you're like, no, no, this has gone too far. Time to try and get his shoes off him so that I can throw them in. I think that's going to be a really difficult thing to do. It is tough. Yeah, it's an odd turn of phrase. Uh, <laughs> I don't yeah, know. David what you Lee would... Roth, you're on notice. I'm putting myself <laughs> out to pasture. I think is you know I'm going to a nice farm upstate. Lots of room for me to run around and play my mm-hmm. little songs. Yep. Eventually, a man will come come along with a big uh, compressed air cylinder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put a little uh, 
spike up to my head. I need you to hold still for me there. Sir. And that's it. And that's it. Oh, it's <laughs> a dream, still. isn't it? He, he Mr. went peacefully. Mr. Roth. <laughs> you just hold still. Blasted with it. Or uh, you end up getting chain lightning to death with well. six other American singer songwriters <laughs> that are on the same property. <laughs> oh, boy. That's a callback joke. <laughs> that is. Uh, and if you've not listened to every episode of this podcast, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, sometimes you do have to go out to pasture with a cow and hit it with the old uh, pneumatic pneumatic steel <laughs> yeah. bolt to the head. Yeah. Um, a much cheaper way of achieving that would be to <laughs> take your finest lead pipe out there yep, and um, just take a bunch of swings until the job is done. It's a bit more labor intensive, uh, but sometimes, boy, it can be satisfying. Hey, on that subject... We're returning to our newest segment for you, <laughs> with a lead pipe. With a lead pipe, she's mighty angry, ready to start a fight. With a lead pipe, she's seeing red, she's swinging lead, gonna hit you in the head. gotta say i already hate this thing that we're going to talk about ben <laughs> and you've not read a single single sentence there as far as i can tell uh one and that was enough okay the headline uh, was enough to <laughs> i'm not liking what upset. i'm seeing i'm not liking it so this is a a press release from the california institute of technology which i believe uh referred to in short as cit hmm Yep. Named after the Canberra Institute of Technology, if I'm right. I think that's right, yeah. yeah. Leonardo, the bipedal robot, can ride a skateboard and walk a slack line. <laughs> Don't do that. So I'm turning around. Hey, I'm turning yeah. around, actually. It sounds fun. <laughs> the slack line, I'm like, oh, you're one of those annoying fucking people in the park now, you piece of shit. <laughs> uh, researchers at Caltech have built a bipedal robot that combines walking with flying to create a new type of locomotion making it exceptionally nimble and capable of complex movements. Don't, yeah, don't do that. Well, they have. Unless, uh, it's part- got, unless it's got nimble fingers, I don't want to hear about <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> what are we really making these robots for? Come on. A part walking robot, part flying drone, the newly developed Leonardo, short for legs on board drone... So they've and, taken the yeah. L and the E from legs. They've taken the O, the N, the A, the R, and the D from on board, and the O from drone, which is exactly what you would do. So they've yeah. just they've given him a name and filled in the gaps after. Yeah, and that, just so badly. Let's yeah, make up a better one right now. Legs, everything, on board, new, animated robot, dudes. Okay. Yeah, that's, that sounds that's good, man. I'm back to five seconds. Nailed it. <laughs> can I can I just read that out the way it is written? Yeah, no. <laughs> so, some of the letters. So they they have capitalized the parts that make up Leonardo. Um, legs on board. Dra- oh, or Leo. That uh made me think of. I believe it is a uh, friend of the show. Uh, John Hendren tweet from years and years and years ago about how Isaac Brock, the lead singer of Modest Mouse, sounds like he's singing while being chased with a gun nose. <laughs> I think about that tweet approximately once per month. It's true, goddammit. 
Uh, Leonardo can walk a slackline, hop, and even ride a skateboard. Uh, developed by a team at Caltech Center for Autonomous Systems and Technologies, Cast. That one works. Yeah. Leo is the first robot that uses multi-joint legs and propeller-based thrusters to achieve a fine degree of control over its balance. What is the point of this? We already have, like, like we don't need yeah. robots to ride skateboards. We've made, like, a hundred iterations of this, this exact robot. We actually robot. have tens and then of like, thousands no of 17-year-olds to ride skateboards. <laughs> That's right. Or robots. how to push monkeys. <laughs> right? Like, we <laughs> if we must... You can train a monkey to do everything that your current modern robots can do. Mm-hmm. Anything a robot can do, a monkey can do better. That's true. And it's, so true. it's far cheaper to attach a functioning set of rotors to a monkey than to get a robot to do monkey shit. You're basically reinventing the wheel there. 100%. Uh, we or or the, the rotor monkey graft, to be specific. Yeah. But, Put propellers yeah, but on a monkey. Reinventing that implies that... <laughs> Okay. Uh, We drew inspiration from nature. Think about the way birds are able to flap and hop to navigate telephone lines, says Soon Jo Chung, corresponding author and Bren Professor of Aerospace Aerospace and Control and Dynamical Systems. He has a point there, because I would love to see Leonardo navigate some uh, some power Power lines. lines. (laughs) I would love that. Uh, a complex yet intriguing behaviour happens as birds move between walking and flying. We wanted to understand and learn from that. There is a similarity between how a human wearing a jet suit controls their legs and feet when landing or taking off and how Leo uses synchronised control of distributed propeller-based thrusters and leg joints, Chung adds. We wanted to study the interface of walking and flying from the dynamics and control standpoint. By using a hybrid movement that is somewhere between walking and flying, the researchers get the best of both worlds in terms of locomotion. Leo's lightweight legs take stress off its thrusters by supporting the bulk of the weight, but because the thrusters are controlled synchronously with leg joints, Leo has uncanny balance. I don't think that that's the best of both worlds in terms of locomotion. One of the key things of of flying is not being on the ground anymore. Yeah. Mm. But it sounds like this is very much on the ground. This robot is... Still ground-based. He's caught mm. between two worlds. No, sort of. <laughs> I think he's he's still on one world, which is the, the world of the of the ground, the floor-based, yeah. like bottom-feeding scum. So, if you were to categorize him as a Pokemon, you wouldn't say ground and flying type. No, certainly not. Just ground type. Ground and mm. metal. It'd be like uh, making putting all this effort into making a robot and describing it in all your press releases as being just like a bird and then in very small fine print being like, it's a kiwi. <laughs> <laughs> just like a, a bird. Like a <laughs> <laughs> Imagine <laughs> reaching the heights of a penguin. <laughs> uh, based on the types of obstacles it needs to traverse, Leo can choose to use either walking or flying or blend the two as needed. In addition, Leo is capable of performing unusual locomotion maneuvers that even in humans requires a mastery of balance, like walking on a slack line and skateboarding, said Patrick Spieler, co-lead author of the Science Robotics paper and a former member of Chung's group who is currently with the Jet Propulsion Laboratory, which is managed by Caltech for NASA. Leo stands 2.5 feet tall uh, and is equipped with two legs that have three actuated joints, along with four propeller thrusters mounted at an angle at the robot's shoulders. When a person's when a person walks, uh, they adjust the position and orientation of the legs to cause the center of mass to move forward, while the body's balance is maintained. Leo walks in this way as well. 
The propellers ensure that the robot is upright as it walks, and the leg actuators change the position of the legs to move the robot's center of mass forward through the use of a synchronized walking and flying controller. In flight, the robot uses its propellers alone and so flies like a fly. drone. No, you can fly. Yes. What the fuck you need legs for? Yeah, it's like Why when they gave Robocop a jetpack. It's kind of the same deal. And just as graceful. <laughs> that montage uh, from Robocop 2 of the other Robocops they tried to make, all like oh, yeah. <laughs> the screaming skulls tearing their faces off. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because of its propellers, you can poke or prod Leo with a lot of force without actually knocking the robot over, says... Say with a lead pipe or... Yeah, any sort of longish tool. This is Eleanor Sorina Lupu, uh, a graduate student at Caltech and author of the science robotics paper. This seems to be the like ultimate goal of all robotics research is how much you can wail on it with a baseball bat before it topples over. Mm. Mm. I feel like they're planning something there. They know what's going to happen with the robot in the future. And that we're going to want to beat it. Baseball bats. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are they trying to make it impervious to being beaten with a baseball bat? That's the question. The, the first yeah, baseball bat proof robot. I don't really think that we should be combat testing future overlords. No. Like you want them to be as soft and beatable as possible. Like you want them to be coming into the robot revolution not knowing uh, the um, metal touch. Of a lead pipe being swung by, you know, a gang of teens. Mm. Mm. Should be it should be new to them. Should be a surprise. What's this? What's this new sensation? I'm feeling oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Why uh, was I programmed to feel pain? Next, exactly. the team plans to improve the performance of Leo by creating a more rigid leg design that is capable of supporting more of the robot's weight and increasing the thrust force of the propellers. In addition, they hope to make Leo more autonomous so that the robot can understand how much of its weight is supported by legs and how much needs to be supported by propellers when walking on uneven terrain. The researchers all pl- also plan to equip Leo with a newly developed drone landing control algorithm that utilizes deep neural networks. With a better understanding of the environment, Leo could make its own decisions about the mm. best combination of walking, mm. flying, or hybrid motion. I don't think he should do that. I don't yeah. want him to do that. No, I don't want that at all. Do not put a neural network in this robot. Can I all get you to get into the document and look nope. at this image nope. of Leo tentatively stepping forward? It's so upsetting. Why did they make him look like that? Why does he have... So his legs are much longer than his body. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He looks uh, fucked he's, up. He's he looks got, like, from hell. too many knees. It's like when they put the sexy legs on Kirby, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, they got to they got to put sexy legs on this robot and eyelashes mm. to make it marketable. You sexy legs, Kirby, or sexy legs, Toad? Because I, I feel like think, I think I'm probably thinking of sexy legs, Toad. Yeah, we want to mm. make sure people mm-hmm. have the right idea in their mind. Sexy legs, also, toad. so the combination of it having rotor blades, essentially attached to it in the way that its its hands are spinning blades. It looks very aggressive. I like, fear yeah. this robot. He's spinning blades like Edward Scissorhands. They're yeah, on like, his hands. <laughs> looks like a like, like a malnourished ED209 to me. Yes. The skeletal frame of one of those. Imagine if a battle bot with spinning blades could run after you with the grace of an Olympic sprinter. <laughs> That's the horrible nightmare he's future. He's got so at. many knees. He looks um ungulate grade. He has like like horse leg. You know how like they're they're yeah. balanced on their toe and they've mm. got that extra little joint there. They go a bit backwards. Oh, 
Don't like it. I am not a friend to this creature. I'm not a friend to him. I will I will destroy him. Andrew, that is sexy legs, Kirby. I've never seen that before. Oh, and I'm so oh, sorry. I would little... prefer not to. Not okay, what I was thinking about. Oh, no, there's no... I was definitely thinking of sexy legs toad. Mm. Oh, look, that's just what came up when I Googled it. That's not what was yeah. pre-existing in um, my mind, I think. I'm going to need I, um, some time to consider. That's yes. the first time I've seen that before. I've <laughs> never seen nice. it before. It's pretty nice. Um, so, I have been keeping my, my list up to date of things that I would like to wail on with a lead pipe. Yeah. Um, if I can make some contributions now. How do we feel I, about that? I would love for you Go to do for that, it. I'd love that. Okay. So, um, first one on here is uh, Howard the Duck from the 1986 movie Howard the Duck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, <laughs> he, is a, he is a fucked up little freak. I don't he's see nasty. any need to respect him. Yeah. Um, I haven't read the comics. I don't know if he's like a good character or anything. But uh, why did they make him live action? They didn't have to do that. Yeah, no I don't think the up. I don't think the movie with story by George Lucas um, really bears any relation anyway. I I was just I was looking at a picture of him the other day because I have the Howard the Duck soundtrack on vinyl, and uh, I was looking <laughs> at the back. Hold up. Yep. <laughs> What's up? What's on there? What's on there? What are you listening to on that? Uh. I think there's a bunch of um, Leah Thompson singing because she is also in the movie. She's, I think she's the one who fucks Howard the Duck, isn't she? Yes, that certainly is suggested she that they have fucks sex. Fucks Howard the Duck. Oh, yeah. Suggested. It's not like a not like a scene, like a love scene. Uh, so so yeah, we do actually have a whole bunch of. Also, oh, <laughs> there are several songs by Dolby's Cube. Which is, I think, the, a band that they made for the purposes of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a bunch of score-related stuff by John Barry. So there you go. Um, yeah, Dolby's Cube is, is Leah Thompson singing and a bunch of other people. Uh, but mainly I was looking at a picture of him and thinking about like how his beak would probably shadow when you hit him with a pipe. Oh. Um, yeah. And, and a big, cloud of, a big mm. cloud of feathers would puff out everywhere. Um, like you were having a pillow fight, you know? That movie, yeah. though, I will say, is worth existing just for the like the eight second shot of a topless lady topless duck in a lady bath duck drinking in a bath, cocktail, which I posted on my Instagram story like three days ago. It's so <laughs> it's just... good. They're, they're just like they're like we could cover this with bubbles. Nah, nips. <laughs> just duck tits. Just yeah. duck tits. Duck out. tits. It's so good. No need for that. Uh, I didn't. I didn't put all that effort into creating. This perfect model for you to hide it with bubbles. You know? <laughs> uh, let's see. Next, uh, we got the Michelin Man. Although, yeah. I, I started to get against him. Like, it just looks like He'd it'd be, be a great test to hit. Although, would the pipe just bounce right off? It'd bounce right off. Mm. It'd be yeah. like you'd look the fool. You'd be looking a the stack fool. of tires. Yeah, it'd swing right back and hit you in the head. I think if you want to kill the Michelin Man, um, you probably have to strangle him with his sash. Can you just shoot him? Wouldn't a hole pop oh, out? Oh yeah, deflate? shooting him. <laughs> <laughs> Fill him, pound him with bullets. Please forget about shooting. <laughs> we need a Hold new. The gun. <laughs> we need a new segment, um, which is just w- with a spiked baseball bat, because that would absolutely do the Michelin Man in. Yeah, I think. Uh, next up, we've got the Johnny Cab in Total Recall. Yep. Yeah, that's a good no. one. That's a great one. I feel really good, I think, because uh, you simultaneously have, like, he's obviously pretty flimsy, made out of a bunch of, like, plastic and animatronic pieces, uh, but he also has a face that you can really hate, you know? 
Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't have to feel too bad about it. Next one is uh, the Hamburglar. <laughs> wow. Stay the fuck away from my ah, hamburgers. Let him have them. Let him have them. <laughs> Do you reckon... I paid for you, that hamburger. If you hit, like, the patty or the... Oh, wait, no, he doesn't have a hamburger. You're thinking of Mammoth Cheese. I am picking yeah. Mammoth Cheese. I've, I think that's a way better... <laughs> Hold on, I'm updating my list. Yeah. I would fucking love to have a Mammoth Cheese with a lead yeah, pipe. I just see the guy. top half of his head go flying off. Oh, no. I'm with you, though. Like, um, if you hit him right in the patty and just the patty shot out, <laughs> you know? Which is his brain. Which is his brain. <laughs> I think, canonically speaking, we can say it's his brain. I'd, I'd be trying to take the top hat off first. And then see if I can knock the patty out, I think. And then I would just pour a jug of water over the bun. <laughs> do not like the hamburger. <laughs> I do not care for Why? him. He's, he's just, nefarious. He just needs hamburgers to feed his hamburger family. He is oh, not. This God. isn't a Robin Hood situation. Yeah, it is. What this you man is a him? bastard. He just doesn't <laughs> want to work. Oh, we're pro cop now. We're pro cop now when it comes to the hamburger. I'm anti hamburger. If that makes me strange bedfellows oh. with the police on this one issue, grimace. So be it. There's a man that could needs a lead pipe. He couldn't well, get through I- to him. Same as the Michelin <laughs> Man, I reckon. I put it to you that uh, the police have been completely ineffective for decades in dealing with the scourge of the Hamburglar, and that's why it's come to vigilante justice. Mm. What's ever happened to him, you know? He's out well, there... But what's his, what's his crime? Stealing from McDonald's? Yeah. I think he's stealing from like the customers. Like a mega corporation? You think he's stealing from no, the customers? No, McDonald's is stealing from the customers. Yeah, that's right. Bloody yeah. $8, $8 for a from Big Mac meal. Stealing that's from bloody. the global south. Probably in a way that I can't articulate because I don't know enough about what McDonald's does, but they probably That's do. A pretty, pretty safe assumption. Yeah. Can you say articulate? Maybe. Hmm. Uh, look, I the the way that they picture the way that they sort of um, uh, depict the hamburger is that people are buying hamburgers and being served them, and he's yeah. stealing them. I don't, he's- I don't get. He always has like an unpackaged hamburger. He's not stealing like ones from behind the counter. He's Isn't waiting he? till they come out and he's taking them off the Doesn't he have a little sack? You know, like is he is he mugging people? <laughs> yeah, is he threatening he them? Sack. Is he pulling a gun? <laughs> <laughs> I heard he's got a huge sack, tiny dick. Um, I think I think he's 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 stealing out of the mouths of children, and he needs to be stopped. That's my opinion. Wow. I, I hope it, that McDonald's policy is that if you buy a burger and then the hamburger takes it from you after you've purchased it, they give you another burger. Because if they're just like, yeah. hey, constant vigilance, you should have kept an eye out for that fucking clown. He's called you the hamburger. We told you he would be here. Surely you anything know. under their roof is covered by their insurance. Uh, so, sorry, sorry, mate, but once we've handed it over to you, there's really nothing we can do about it. There's nothing we can do. He's over there behind that potted plant. <laughs> You've let him just hang out in the restaurant all day. Has he been here for your whole shift? Yes. It's part of the job. But he hasn't done anything before that point. So, you know. They're not precogs. They don't know. Can't. Well, you can't be, you know, presumed. So you want want 14 year olds to be dealing with the hamburger. The McPrecogs. The three 14 year old McDonald's employees lying in a, like, clamshell pool out the back. (laughs) <laughs> Two of them are like, the hamburger will steal some hamburgers while the third is like, no. L- lying in a big vat of sweet and sour sauce. Yeah. Third one's like, the McFlurry machine's down again. <laughs> All right, this one, um, uh, this next one, similar theme. Uh, Mac Tonight 
from the McDonald's commercials in the eighties. Is and that 90s. the Moon Man, the yeah. Moon Face Man? I okay. can't believe that thing is real. That's like a fucking SCP fucking shit that Americans because we didn't get that horrible fucking shit over here. I've did never we? seen that until recently. We oh, is that what that is? The thing is, ghastly. Like, why is he the Moon oh, Man? What does that have to do with? Because his McDonald's? name's Mac tonight. And the moon comes out at night. That's why he's the moon? Yeah. Sure. All right. I hate him. I hate him. This guy fucking sucks. Yeah. Oh, the Funko Pop of him is very unpleasant. Oh, no. No. Why has there got to be a Funko Pop of everyone? Oh, no. I think it's a... Oh, no. This can't be what I think it is. What are you looking at? What are you looking at? I think this might be a company that makes custom Funko Pops. Oh, that exists. Oh, that surely exists. Yeah. That extremely exists. Yeah. Uh, so Mac tonight oh, loves to smash his sunglasses into his face, uh, tell him to get that piano out of the restaurant, mind his own business. Uh, next, look, uh, I have to admit I was thinking about uh, something in particular for a while here. Uh, the next one was Grimace. Yeah. No. Well. Grimace can. Grimace can get covered. Pummeled. Grimace. Yeah. I I think terrible pipe feel on Grimace though. You think it'd be Bad too pipe soft? Feel? Too soft. Think it'd be like too, it, it'd yield too easily or kind of sink in? Yeah, do you think it'd you know? sink in or it'd be like bouncy? I, well, like sooner or later it's got to hit the guy inside, right? Yeah. I think you'd get your pipe stuck in him. <laughs> if we're Rip thinking it out. Of, it, Make yeah, him if bleed. We're, if we're thinking oh, of Grimace on, as not Jeez. a suit, if we're thinking of Grimace as not a suit but an actual uh, Grimace being, is a man. Sentient, sentient being. Yeah. Grimace is a sentient uh, taste bud, that's right, and he has bones. You think Grimace has bones? Well, I He's mean, how have. else is he, like, otherwise you're suggesting that he is an invertebrate and that he has some sort of horrible <laughs> yes. purple exoskeleton. I think he's got, like, cartilage, like a marine creature. Oh, is that why we've never found any Grimace fossils? Yeah. yeah. You don't know that he lives on her. Yeah. Like sharks, he can't get cancer. <laughs> can I... Can I uh, he's immortal. Look, I know, immortal. I know we're going back a bit here, but can I, can I just share with you the origins of Mac tonight, the moon man from the commercial? Go on. Why did this thing exist? If you must. Uh, the original marketing campaign was from 86 to 89. This is from Wikipedia. The campaign was created locally for California McDonald's franchisees by the Los Angeles advertising firm Davis, Johnson, Mogul, and Colombato. Looking to increase the after 4 p.m. dinner business, the agency was inspired by the song Mac the Knife by Kurt Weil and Bertolt Brecht, which was made famous in the United States by Bobby Darren in 1959, so they had something nice and topical there. After deciding not to feature real people or celebrities, the designers settled on an anthropomorphic crooner moon on a man's body with 1950s-style sunglasses. Yeah. How do you get from one to the other? Yeah, Mm. they should have settled on something else. Uh, The song and style were designed to appeal to baby boomers and a revival of 1950s-style music and popular culture. The character, who played a grand piano atop either a floating cloud or a giant Big Mac was intended to garner a cult-like following like Max Headroom. I can uh, see a parallel there, certainly, but I don't understand what a, how a cult-like following would present itself. Hmm. Well, because like, the origins of, of Max Headroom was, was like somebody who hacked a television signal and, yeah. and like a TV pirate. 
who took over a, a TV signal and freaked a bunch of people out. Yeah, yeah, sure, then... but how does that relate to selling a burger mm. after 4 p.m.? Mm. Mm. What if we made a nice commercial with a moon man who sang a song to you? you know? <laughs> hmm. And that's why we're not in the advertising business. No, that's true. Right I now. am, and I'm going to create another one of these men. <laughs> <laughs> Get this. He looks hideous as fuck and everyone hates him. <laughs> <laughs> Buy a burger. <laughs> well, my final entry on the list for this evening is uh, the T-1000 from Terminator 2 after he has been frozen by liquid nitrogen. Yeah, that'd be mm. a treat. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. Wouldn't that'd that be, be nice. fun? Ultimate pipe feel. Yeah. Huh. It's a quality pipe feel. Did anyone else add any entries to their ongoing infinite list of lead piping? Uh, every character in the Pippa Pig extended universe. Wow. 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 I, I don't feel negatively towards the inhabitants of the Pippa Pig universe at all. Yeah, I do. Okay. Well, especially, I guess I don't have Especially Pepper. Pepper is rude as fuck. She's a pig in all the senses. Yeah. I mean, I've only ever seen like the clip of the, the whistling episode, which is the funniest shit in the world. The whistling episode. You know, the What's bit that? where it's Peppa Pig and she's on the phone with a friend and Pepper is sad because she's... Pepper is a girl pig, isn't it? I, I, don't I, know. I think she that's is. a girl. She yeah. She's sad because everyone else can whistle except her and she's talking to one of her friends and she's like, oh, I hate that I can't whistle. Everyone says you just put your lips together and blow and then that's it. And one of her friends says, don't worry, I can't whistle either. And then whistles successfully and Pepper just hangs up on her, ice cold. It's fucking dope. <laughs> Just gets a wide-eyed look in her eyes and then just hits hang up on the phone. It's brutal. I support Peppa Pig. They're always, they're always calling her dad fat and laughing at him. Well, that's mean. Very mean. Wow. Mm. But, you know, it is British, so. That's true. That's all I got. Hello. It's me, Ben, uh, from this podcast. Merriam-Webster defines a podcast as a program made available in digital format for automatic download over the internet. And that simply could not be more true. If you like what we do and want more of this podcast made available to you in digital format for automatic download over the internet, simply go to patreon.com slash Bonavista and hit the enormous red button that says subscribe. For five US dollars a month, you get access to our weekly bonus episodes, our entire archive of bonus episodes, our exclusive Discord server, and an RSS feed of both bonus episodes and free episodes that doesn't have these ads in them. That sweet, sweet subscriber cash allows me to do this show full time without having to get a real job, and frankly, that whips to me. The other guys also get some money or whatever, but I don't really care. Anyway, check that out if it sounds good to you. Love you. Speaking of the most disgusting country in the world, Britain, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, must be time to give it another update on what's been happening. Uh, ben, which, which theme were we using for that one? That's the Bean to Bar theme song. Okay. Feel free to edit that bit out where no, I ask I'm not going to. leave it in there. Yeah, forget yeah. about it. The sausage is getting made. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so, uh, over the last couple of weeks, we have had a few stories. <laughs> We've had a story about how um, a few, like, I'm going to say anywhere from zero to one people have had a tin of beans emptied out uh, on their property and they have talked they, to the paper about it as though it were a both a, a, a trend sweeping the nation and a hideous crime. Yeah, it's been happening to doors, driveways, and cars all over <laughs> the nation. It's been happening to door, driveway, and car all over the nation. 
And uh, then we had the follow-up the week after where things have really gone from bad to worse. That's right. A teen emptied out a tin of spaghetti oops. Yeah, they started ooping people. Oh, I've been <laughs> ooped. They were I've been, ooping. I've been bleeding ooped. And now we have uh, the update on this. Basically, you know, things have not been going well in the UK. We had our big, big queues for petrol. Uh, no food in the grocery stores. And the reason that there's no food in the grocery stores is this. From Kent Online. Beans, eggs, and sausages thrown at homes and cars in New Romney during bizarre vandalism spree. Now, I don't want to... I just want to put some forward sizzle here. Towards the end of this article is the best single sentence we have ever had from a news story in the 450-ish episodes of this podcast. Very big call. And I don't want any of you to read ahead. I just want you to find it organically. I'm excited. Okay, here we go. Two pensioners have been left shaken and scared after the contents of a 40p tin of Aldi beans (laughs) were thrown at their front door. Shaken and scared. Should should they have used a better quality tin of beans? Oh no, I've been beat. Oh, those is premium beans. Don't worry about it. No louts paying eighty from Aldi. Their house in Joseph's Way, New Romney, was one of a number of homes and vehicles left covered in baked beans, sausages, and eggs following the bizarre spate of vandalism. We've ramped it up to sausages and eggs now. You are getting a full fry up. <laughs> this is crazy. It's a substantial meal this time. In the big breakfast on your uh, Vauxhall. Sheila McLaughlin, who is one of Britain's first woman priests was at home with her mum, Gwelda Sammers, when she saw a light shining at the door before hearing a thud and voices. Miss McLaughlin, who retired as a vicar in Ashford in 2015, said, I opened the door and I thought it was blood at first, but then I realised it was beans, sausages and tomato juice. <laughs> the can was also left behind. So what's the assertion here that someone's knocked on the door and like, pranked her by leaving some of their blood on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) This is also like a joke thing that you would do if you were making fun of British news stories would be to randomly throw a vicar into it. Yeah, Yeah, just making shit up at this point. (laughs) The food came from a can of Corral baked beans with sausages from Aldi. Well, there it is. They're combined in one tin. You've made Mm. it sound worse by saying there was beans, sausages and tomato juice. Well, that, You're that, saying this all came from one can by the sounds of it. It's very convenient. Mm. <laughs> Following the attack on Sunday night, on, the mother and daughter now. called the police. What? Why'd you call the police? <laughs> they picked up one of the different landline headsets in the house at the same time. They got on there and they both called the police at the same time. Uh wife of the show, my beautiful wife Elna, was reading um she reads like the neighborhood facebook groups and like mm. next door things and stuff love next door it's a recipe for madness and um and someone someone posted a thing someone has posted a thing a few times saying i i got swooped by a magpie in this area look out everybody and they've marked it out on the map and everything mm-hmm. uh this magpie followed me for this magpie swooped me for 300 to 400 meters <laughs> i just saw that on twitter 300 to 400 meters and then they said swooping 
I've reported it to Access Canberra. What's Access Canberra? So that's just like Australian local government services, basically. So that's like I called the dog catcher <laughs> because cause a magpie swooped me during magpie swooping season. Yeah, they love to do that, to swoop. Magpies mm. love to swoop during magpie swooping season. They do. When um when Lucy came and stayed with us, it was magpie swooping season, and there Mac is one sure that was. it was one that nests, and it's still there. It's the same one, one that nests like there's a footpath that runs down behind our house, and there's a magpie nest right up in the tree, and you can see it from our place, and the magpie that's there just hangs out and waits specifically for small children to come by. <laughs> uh, if you are an adult, the magpie will leave you alone. If you are a child standing next to an adult, the magpie will leave you alone. If you are a child by yourself, you're getting fucked up. And so uh, we'll just be hanging out inside and then we just hear... And so uh, this is the season weather starts getting nice and we just sit out on the deck and listen to the screams, you know? Um, I would fun. invite you guys to uh, to check out the site magpiealert.com where people <laughs> log their magpie attacks. Um, and this there's is one good, like I literally guess. around the corner of my house. Um, oh, be careful. Oh, that could have been you. Watch yourself. <laughs> it could have been me. I have been swooped. Uh, the only place I've ever really been like nailed by a magpie is on my own street. Um, very unfortunate. It's a very anyway, funny thing. Fuck magpies. Yeah. Magpies don't swoop in Tasmania. People kept saying that to me when I moved here and I thought everyone was fucking with me because I'm Victorian. And then there's all these news articles about it. The what magpies they... here just aren't like territorial like what that for some reason. What do they do if they're not swooping? Just vibing. Like they're just vibing. They're just hanging out. This is very funny. Uh, register swoopings. Whether you are cycling, walking, running, skateboarding or just in your backyard, we want to hear from you. And the big button that says, record your attack here. <laughs> Jesus. Just, th- just hundreds and hundreds again? of them. Very good. Beaning. Beaning. Beans. So, following the attack, they called the police to say, I've been, <laughs> I've someone's been put beaned. tomato juice. I've been beaned, officer, constable. <laughs> I've been beaned. Oi, 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 oi. <laughs> the next morning, they discovered more homes and vehicles had been targeted. Miss McLaughlin, who moved to Romney Marsh six years ago and is also a town councillor for New Romney Town Council, said, It was only the next morning we realised the extent of it. Go on, she's, she's fancy. Three houses have been egged, we've been beamed, a car was beamed, and there's another house which was either beamed or egged. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just I'm going I'm going to read that again. Yeah, please give me one more. One more of that. Three houses have been egged. We've been beaned. A car was beaned and there's another house which was either beaned or egged. <laughs> Sorry. Just I... in case just in case people didn't hear it the first time. Three it's houses a... have been egged. We've been beaned. A oh. car was beaned. And there's another house which was either egged or beaned. Oh, it's perfect. It's the most British sentence. No, the most English sentence in the history of the English language. Oh. I, um, for some reason, I don't know why, but um, I have absolutely assumed from this whole article that the eggs are cooked. 
Yeah, yeah me I, too. I, had also I was picturing that. <laughs> yeah, I was picturing a kind of breakfast situation. Like some scrambled eggs. I, I don't know why, but I was thinking I was thinking a single, like, perfectly fried egg. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, d- I don't know why, but in my mind, because this is clearly somebody is you know distributing a fry up. Um, so mm, they're, they're going to be giving you a cooked egg. I don't, I don't think anyone's emptying out a tin of beans and then throwing, uh, some, some eggs in shells, you know, it doesn't have that kind Sending of vibe. mixed messages. Yeah. It's extremely good. We initially thought it was targeted, but we're not sure now as so many houses were it. My first thought was it was to do with me as a town councillor, but I don't think so now. <laughs> I thought it was a political assassination. (laughs) Scratching her head. Like, they're sending me a message. I don't (laughs) know what. God almighty. But the incident has left Miss McLaughlin and her mum feeling shaken. It's unnerving. Why? She said. (laughs) Have you not got anything else in your life? No, they're English. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I'd leave this town, but we can't get any petrol. (laughs) (laughs) Roast them. (laughs) Even in all my years as a vicar, I've never had anything like this. So even with the extensive life experience of a vicar. (laughs) (laughs) Look, you think it's going to prepare you for everything. Mm. Then you get beamed, you know. They don't tell you about the beanings in vicar school, you know. Mm -hmm. Too many people quit. They used to tell you, but too many people quit right there and then. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Miss McLaughlin said she was aware of a group of teenagers causing trouble on the estate, but added that she could not be oh sure it was them. That's the most, like, you were an elderly snitch bullshit. Well, there are some teens around, so I figure it was probably them, but I have literally no evidence. <laughs> Make sure you put it in the paper, though. Yeah, and call the cops as well. They're going to, like, put down the pile of, like, rape kits that they're supposed to be processing. <laughs> yeah, they will. <laughs> Get straight in the car. we got important Beans? work here, boys. Beans. <laughs> I can't be having this. Not in my town. Not me, Hamlet. You know? Oh, I thought I'd never see a beaning in my own town. <laughs> <laughs> so that, oh. um... The the spaghetti oops story that we spoke about in uh, the episode, the bonus episode dope pipe feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the woman in that story said that she thought that this spaghetti hooping had been a one of those burglary tricks, which made us all say, "What? What yeah. are you fucking talking about?" You but I've moron. found um, I have found the burglary trick in question. Andrew, would you like to read this story from the Manchester Evening News here? I would love to do that. <clears throat> Mum's important warning after being targeted by clever kidney bean burglary trick. What the fuck is going on over there? It's the <sighs> bean burglary. It's the classic bean burglary that everyone knows and loves. The bean fears. bandits. <clears throat> a mum has issued a warning after being targeted by clever burglary trick. Maria Cellino Straker woke up to find a disgusting mess of kidney beans on her doorstep on Monday morning. At first, she thought she'd just been the victim of a silly prank. But after her speaking to her relative, who is an ex-police officer, she discovered the mess was a sign of something more sinister. So, 
So she didn't get robbed? Is that what I'm getting? No, she didn't get. She was not the. Yeah. No, this is a a different woman who has only had beans on her doorstep, and that's what the story is about. But I think what they're what they're kind of claiming here is a a definite like bare rock kind of situation where she walked out, and because the we'll read on. Okay. Here we go. Oh, there's an explanation. I see. And it's extremely stupid. She now believes the kidney beans were used as a tactic by potential burglars wanting to scope out whether people were at home. Well, I woke up to this left on our doorstep this morning, she wrote in a Facebook post. Apparently, this is a known trick of burglars. (laughs) If not cleaned up in a couple of days, they know you are not at home and in they go. Thankfully, I'm home and clean this up. However, it was done this about 1am this morning. Look out for your neighbours, especially those that are on holiday. So so let's track this. Let's track this. So she woke up. She found kidney beans. She cleaned it up. She talked to an ex-police officer that said, that's a trick. And then she put that on Facebook and now this is and now in, it's in the news. And now it's news. in the news. That is, yeah. That's the life, the and world that we live in. At, at no point in this entire process did anybody get robbed. Yes, yeah. that's right. However... Or, or they got like conf- confirmation as to whether this had actually been, so been? to speak. Been? Um, <laughs> yeah. What? You know, uh, an actual kind of method that had been commonly used. Um, well... The, uh, How it compares against just like rapping on a window, seeing whether why, why aren't they door? fucking why aren't they just like knocking on the door and and seeing if anyone answers? It's yeah. a known trick. It's a why, known why, trick. Why, why is burglars this, trick? Burglars, you know, classically love to uh, they do. you know go through a series of like Rube Goldbergian <laughs> uh, steps to work out whether or not they're going to steal from yeah. the house. Well, yeah, you all never... you have to do. Is carry a thirty kilo sack full of tins of beans do, with you and bean every how house do on the street. Go around their fucking lives, like just going like, "Oh yeah, that that makes sense to me." I can't imagine what else it would be. What you, you know, never like, you never gone on holiday and asked one of your friends to beans it for you? Like, yeah, hey, if you see any beans come over on my every doorstep, day. Yeah, you can just every two, every two or three days yeah, or so, just, just come check. over and clean up the beans. I just need you to water my plants and pressure clean my driveway in case there's beans on there. <laughs> Well, the, I mean, and the, the report is just going. Oh yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I'd better put that in the this. paper. I did read a, a, a different post about this, and this is journalism now. I mean, this is someone that works at a tabloid. So what they've done is that they have they've gone into a very small, uh, locked and airtight room, and they've done a whole bunch of farts, and they've just <laughs> hyperventilated to make yeah. sure that all of their blood is aerated with just fart gas. And then they've gone out, they've typed out this story in about five or six minutes. But Ben, I am also doing that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm still kind of got most of like the functioning cells to put together. You got a to... job. Some of us have I've to be writers, you know? Yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> so true. Some of us have to live the life of the mind. <laughs> well, the one thing we that is like to me... I'm fucking nuts. The one thing that's indisputable as far as I'm concerned, is that there there was a really clear effect uh, as a result of this story being published, which is that some lady, some lady read it and then she said, that must be what's happening to me. 
Oh, it's a burglary trick. Oh, classic burglary trick. You know? And you don't want to get burglary tricked. No. Let me tell you well, that. Well, luckily, we've all been home to clean up the mess, but... Or, or we paid a bean sitter. A bean sitter. You got to hire a bean sitter when you go on holiday. Uh, like, wasn't the thing like? Isn't that why people get uh, their neighbour to bring their mail in? Yeah, and the, yeah. Bins, the bins in and out. Well, right. yeah. Like, don't watch out if you got your bins out the front there. Someone gonna come in and steal you. Just, just can I have the fucking cow the, the injection cow? thing? Oh, please. Oh, the, the, the just a little, yeah. Sorry, injection there confused me slightly. Yeah, but the, you're talking the, about having mm. a metal cylinder injected into your brain to kill yeah. you. Yeah. No, we can uh, sort that out. That's fine. Please, yeah. I'm, I'm ready. That's um, that's actually one of our employee benefits here at the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. The post has since been shared over two thousand times Which by other social numbers. media users. Yes. Well, Wanting- maybe, maybe. How many people live in Kent, I wonder? Oh, no, this is the Manchester Evening News. No, tons of people there. The 2000 yeah. is nothing. I'll tweet, I'm farting and I'm also shitting, and get 2,000 retweets. And if that saves mm. even one life, <laughs> it's <laughs> worth it. My goodness. Uh, <clears throat> Maria lives in the Northeast, but says she was told by her relative that the trick is a well-known method used by burglars across the country. It's not just beans, she said, speaking to the Manchester <laughs> Evening News. They use anything that you would have to clean up and it's not going to wash away with a bit of rain. That's true. Tortillas, Polsky or Gorky, you know, anything yeah. along those lines. <laughs> Lentils. Tin of beans well, does not just wash away. One of those sort of away. like Polish Bratwurst. pancake things with the cabbage and cheese in between. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. What if uh, I live in a rental property and I don't care about what's load. outside my house? What if I don't care about my well, driveway being dirty? you deserve to be robbed. <laughs> well, I'll be in there with the lead pipe. Why, why don't know? they all just leave a can of beans out there so that the yeah, potential what always robbers think that another person have or, has already beaned them? And that's their territory. And that's their territory. Well, it's, it's already marked. Oh, so this is similar to my amazing scheme for free parking everywhere, which is where you uh, print out a perfect replica of one of those police aware stickers and then you put it on the Ooh. back of your car. So a cop comes along to give you a ticket and they go, oh, oh no, there's yeah. already a police aware sticker. This is an abandoned vehicle. And it's pre- well, it seems like a pretty good thing because, you mm. know, police aren't, Smart. they're just used to seeing sort of like colors and <laughs> shapes and stuff. And they'll just go, they'll just walk they'll straight just go, away. Oh, must have been the wind, and then walk <laughs> off. And then I drive <laughs> them, off. Yeah, to them, that them car off. is invisible. <laughs> yeah. So everyone should be in their own house, is what you're saying. Be in That's your right. own house, be in put your a police own house. sticker on your car. Yep. It's the perfect crime. Being being your house, being your grandmother's house, um, being all of your relatives. Help your gran out. Help your gran out. This Bean is sort of out. like uh, the biblical story of the the ten plagues of Egypt, where they sell the they tell all of the the Israelites to put the the blood above their doorway, except we're telling everyone to put exactly bean like on their doorstep. Ben. Yeah. Check out the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. All the cops. Bible heads on this podcast. Mm. God in the Old Testament, lead pipe. 
<laughs> wow. Time. But he, New Testament God, though, you're so like, hey, catty. he seems like a cool guy. Yeah, he's kind of chill. Get down with that. I can get down with New Testament God. Check out the <laughs> NIV Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine putting like a, a perfectly white button-down shirt on Leonardo. The, <laughs> <laughs> the Christian robot. <laughs> I'm just imagining um, a bunch of cops standing around, notepads out. It's very sad. Looks like he beaned his family, then turned the beans on himself. <laughs> You hate to see it. Very sad. Uh, the the one thing as well that I feel like we kind of um, glossed over in this is that... So we have... If we, if we backtrack to the original story, we've got mm-hmm. a lady who uh, got, got beamed, right? We're mm-hmm. not denying she got beamed here, folks. Mm, she also got she egged got and sausaged. Yeah. Not the first lady from the story a couple of weeks ago. Hey, check no, that some was... hash browns. You got yourself breakfast. <laughs> she got beamed and camping stooled. Uh, yes. From my recollection, yes, oh. that's true. She got a free oh, camping yeah. stool out of it, two, and she's still complaining. Ca- camping stools, yeah. So she got some beans and a bit of free furniture, and she uh, said, "I was worried it was the burglary trick." Mm-hmm. And clearly, she mm-hmm. has read that on Facebook. She was one of the people. The who got ex- she got exposed to one of the two thousand shares on Facebook, mm. uh, and then she herself has been breakfasted and has said, oh, I remember this. I remember this. I read this on, on Facebook. So, you know, that must have happened. Um, but then the original person who shared it in the first place was like, oh, I thought it must have been one of these burglary tricks. And that person was talking to her own, who wasn't her sister, who was an ex-police officer, not even a current cop. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. even someone who who is like, oh, yeah, I saw, I was out on patrol last week. Fourth beaning of the week. Can't you wouldn't believe, believe it. what I've seen out there. You on are, these streets. You are, you are getting this from your ex police officer relative who is also sitting at home reading about it on Facebook. Yeah. Can yeah, you think of anyone dumber than an ex-police officer relative? <laughs> like, just imagining the archetype of the dumbest person on Facebook <sighs> and it's yeah. a relative of yours that's an ex-cop. <laughs> like your uncle who used to be yeah. a cop. Uh-huh. Like, you were a cop for three years <laughs> and then you were fired. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, as long as it's something that can't be washed away with a bit of rain. The mum says that since learning about the trick, she has been keeping regular tabs on her elderly neighbours and ensuring all her doors are That's locked. so good. Hey, hey, Grandma. Hey, uh, make sure you stay scared. <laughs> don't, don't relax. And there's, there's beans about. There's out there. There's, there's, arms, there's robbers. I got tens of kidney beans. Tens of robbers, 40 PLD beans. That's so true. Hey, you haven't seen someone buying beans, have you? <laughs> Hey, what's out for people buying beans? Monitoring the vegans that you know. <laughs> she wants to raise awareness so that other residents can look out for their elderly neighbours or those on holiday. Ah, the most valuable activity yeah. in history, raising awareness. Yeah, it's done so much for us all. Well, I mean, someone raised awareness of the concept of a of a like malicious beaning and look at the great effect yeah. that that's had on their society. I posted about it because I wanted to warn people and get them to look out for each other, Maria said. If it helps one person, it was worth it. Mm. It won't, though. It's not going to, no. No. It's not going to help anyone. It would kind of actively kind of just... 
Just harming, making things worse. You've scared someone's nan to death, and I hope <laughs> you're happy. Yeah. Oh, Bean! Oh, me out! <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. A bunch uh, of fucking morons. So what do we think, folks? Do we have time for a couple of uh, letters before we get out of here? Can we oh, respond sounds... to the Bunda Vista hotline? Smash it out. Hmm. Go straight in. Dive I'd in. love to live deliciously, Andrew. one 317515 That's the Punta Vista Hotline 1-800-317515 That's the Punta Vista Hotline You can send us an email Mailbag at PuntaVista.com Maybe DM us on Twitter You could even message Facebook But we don't really check the Facebook Yeah, 1-800-317-515 Now that's true, we don't really check the Facebook uh, We don't not, not religiously or anything Although no. Ben has been very studiously keeping up with the voicemails lately I certainly have been, yes. And we are getting your emails now as well we yep. love to. If we don't reply to them, it's just because um, couldn't think of what to say. Yeah. But thank you. Uh, first letter we got here is from friend of the show, Ineka? Ineka. Ineka. That's, that Maybe. Sounds, I that, could be wrong. There's every chance in the world that I'm wrong. Ineka. That's definitely wrong. I'm going to say that one for sure. Okay. And they say, uh, it's not the actual Zodiac Killer, right? Surely not. Oh, nice. So, um, theoretically, the Zodiac Killer has been posthumously unmasked. I saw that, but I only saw memes. I saw like 10 different <laughs> meme versions, so I don't know what the actual story is. Uh, well, the story is that a, a group of people, um, a, bunch of, a bunch of like ex-cops and lawyers and amateur sleuths and such, mm. have done a bunch of research and they have declared, uh, oh no... It's a code-breaking team from the United States, Australia, and Belgium. The most racist <laughs> team in history. <laughs> um, so, they have declared that it is a guy named uh, Gary F. Post, I believe. He's had some, some of his family members come out and say, I believe it. <laughs> oh, that's good. Wow. Yeah, yeah Gary sucked. Not only, not only did several of them say, uh, I believe it, but one of them said, um, one of them said, uh, it's my birthday and I believe it. And th- all of this coming out is a great little birthday present for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Like that imagine the good. person you hate the most and yeah. someone's like, do you think they could have been the Zodiac killer? And you're like, yes. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Would you like the world to know? Sure. <laughs> yeah. I, Why not? Abs- I absolutely believe that. I will testify. You know. Uh, however, you know, hard to say after somebody is dead, and also this group of people sounds like they're gearing up to like do a a podcast about it or whatever. Mm. They're, they're doing that serial shit. Who knows? You know. Who knows? I here's my suggestion. I think None that of my somebody. <laughs> I think that somebody should come forward uh, and confess to being. The Zodiac Killer, just to muddy the waters. Yeah. That also make it a lot easier. Yeah. Make it fun. Have fun with it. Jazz it up a little, you know? I mean, there's a good chance that the Zodiac Killer listens to this podcast. (laughs) 
What do we else? What what do we else? What do we else? What do we else? You know? Uh, Question for the podcast from George. Hello, all. How are you? Let's go around the room quickly. Theo, how are Um, you? I'm pretty pretty tired actually i've been sleeping real real good mm-hmm. been uh, sort of up a bunch throughout the night you've probably heard him screaming various points through this podcast uh good or bad is fine you can just oh good <laughs> lucy good, how you? are you are you i'm i'm tired i'm tired man okay we've got two <laughs> tired out of four ben how are you feeling yeah i'm great great okay mm. must be nice yeah, yeah it's, all right. <laughs> it's pretty good uh, I'm feeling all right. Feeling pretty good. I think I get to quit my job next week. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. If you are from my work and listening to this podcast, do not tell anyone before next week. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> uh, what did you have for your most recent meal? That's the question. Lucy, go. I made a bloody I made a bloody celeriac soup for dinner. Oh it's, fuck yeah, you did! It's a delight. Got a Ooh. celeriac in my veggie box. Yeah, I was like, can I, I'm gonna do it. Time. I'm gonna make soup. Hmm. It was great. You go like a fifty-fifty with potato in that bad boy, or just straight I had, up? I pull celeriac. one potato, some leeks, yeah. some onion, some oh, garlic. Yeah. Oh, not bad. Fuck yeah! Sounds good. Sounds good as hell. Nice. Mm. Uh, ben, your most recent meal. Uh, cooked an enormous, enormous steak over the fire last night with the dog, and he had about half of it. Uh, and then that that was the meal. It was fucking that sounds great. nice. Hmm. Yeah, it was really good. Overcooked it slightly. Uh, I I hadn't I didn't get my coals sorted out quite yeah, right, it's which real was a little disappointing. On the fire. Mm. I'm getting pretty okay at it, but I fucked this one up a little tiny bit. Would have liked it had been a little less, but that's okay. T bird. Those sound like really nice sort of wholesome meals. Um, so Caitlin wasn't at home today, and sometimes when she's not home, um, I treat myself by walking on down to the food works, uh, picking up a two-pack of frozen um, uh, McCain's pizzas. Oh yeah, uh, Here we go. they got we got the we got the very finely shredded. Uh, ham, and I'm doing scare quotes here, mm. and um, the uh, spiced, which is in square, spare, scare quotes, and beef uh, in there. I slapped that bad boy in the oven for about 15 minutes while I was waiting for my integration tests to uh, to to run, uh, and then I uh, ate that while watching a uh, Anthony Fantano video on YouTube. Huh. That yeah, sounds nice. Sad. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yet to eat dinner Mm. Uh, I made the mistake of like eating lunch too early because I was hungry Uh, I ate a peanut butter sandwich while I was walking around out in nature looking at birds Mm. Uh, so I was like by the time we do all the podcasting it'll be late so I'll eat something now and I had uh, a bowl of the, the good instant ramen the mm-hmm. like um, Tokyo Shoyu ramen, and uh, except I I got some of like we got all the stuff for hot pot, so I've got like a bunch of frozen fish balls and stuff in the freezer. So I threw some fish balls in there, and we've got like um, some of the sort of shaved shaved lamb that you put in hot pot, and I threw that in Ooh. there too. So that's some proteins. Sounds I feel good, pretty man. good. 
It was Sounds pretty good. It was pretty good for, for an instant ramen, you know. Uh, that is what I ate. And then uh, George rounds it out by saying, Also, I was going to ask how I become more attractive and intelligent. I've heard I can achieve this by subscribing to the Bunta Vista Patreon. Is that true? It's true. Uh, you already nailed it. You already nailed it. You sound yeah. so hot. You sound super hot and cool. Very smart. Very smart, you know? Yeah. Of course, you can sign up for that by going to patreon.com slash Vista. And uh, hey, let's take one more before we get out of here. It is also meal related. Hi, guys, says Alana. Last meal, what would it be? Lucy. Fuck. Come back to me. Come back to me. Ben, what would it be? Um, it would be the Reuben sandwich from Mongrel, which is their, their, their Reuben that's made of kangaroo pastrami that they make themselves. Hmm. And it is just, it's the king of sandwiches. It's my favorite sandwich in the world. I would like to eat that sandwich before I go go to meet my creator. Mm. Uh, Theo? Hey, okay, so I'm probably at this point uh, quite disturbed with the knowledge that I'm about to die. Appetite's um, gone? Well, <laughs> I'm feeling this most of the time, but this time I know it's for real. So, yeah, appetite's gone. Probably don't want to think too hard. So, I'm, I'm going to go with the uh, McCain's frozen pizza from Foodworks. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I look, I do love a good steak. Maybe I would get one of the like, um, absurdly expensive, like Japanese Wagyu kind of mm. deals, you know, uh, maybe, maybe some sort of, maybe one of those, like, uh, those like, um, cubes of scalloped potatoes on the side, mm. some nice mm. greens. Real fancy. Uh, yeah, that'd probably, would probably do me. Lucy, Go. Yeah, mine's Taco Bell. It's Taco Bell for sure. But it's like it's like thirty spicy potato soft tacos and yeah, then and like ten cheesy gordita crunches. The, which is the reason why it's your last yeah. meal. Yeah. Self fulfilling. I'm not on death row. I've just decided to eat this. <laughs> yeah, and out I go. <laughs> I had a good run. <laughs> well now die from diarrhea. <laughs> That's why they call it that. It comes from the Latin die, meaning to die. <laughs> yep, <it laughs> And <does>. rear. <laughs> big bird that bit Bolsonaro. <laughs> God, that man loves getting COVID. <laughs> well, that's it for us, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for learning what it is to be beamed and considering the things that you would like to hit with a lead pipe. If you would like to share with us what you would like to hit with a lead pipe, please write into mailbag at buntavista.com. And we can share your bloodlust on the show. See you next time, everybody. Peace. Bye. Bye. Bye.